0: Welcome to episode 1158 of The Sleeper in the Bust. It is Friday, March 31st. I'm your host, Paul spore Joined this afternoon by Justin Mason. Justin, good day, sir.
1: Good morning. How you doing? Or afternoon, I guess. Now. Eh,
0: I'm doing all right. Season started. Can't can't be upset about that at all. Justin Berlander's on the I.L. makes me very upset. But other than that, you know, we got baseball. I don't like the five-game schedule on day two. That you know, was great to you about that before we started. I don't know why. Texas and uh, Tampa Bay, they're separate series, but I don't know why those two hosts aren't still hosting. You can't be rained out. They play in covered spots. I understand all the places that have potential cold weather, right? Like, you have to have that built-in day there. But everywhere else, play four games. Five games on a Friday with no afternoon games. It's just, I don't know. It's not the end of the world, but it's kind of silly to me. Anyway, enough yeah, I, baseball's I, back and that's good.
1: I don't get it. especially like I mean even like well I guess San Francisco's playing in uh, um in New York so I guess yeah I guess it couldn't but like yeah. ha- just schedule all the games in like California the South and like in domed well, stadiums like it just I imagine put them-
0: that's too hard no because like we do talk about that every year but like I'm sure they've thought about that. That has to be too hard to where it creates havoc down the line. I get it, right? Like you have to have some places that are going to be ugly weather. I'm not even saying you have to have a full slate day too. You got to have more than five and no. Yeah, five games.
1: So yeah, n- again, nothing until six o'clock Eastern. Yeah, it's you got yeah, the Rays
0: all. and Rangers hosting both in covered spots, not playing today. Tampa. Uh, Detroit Tampa makes no sense to me because they're going to play more than three times anyway, right? Because yep. they're in the same league. Texas Philly is a little bit different because maybe they're only playing the three times. So are you going to take a Saturday or Sunday off? No. Okay, fine. And I do want everyone playing on opening day. So I get it. There are some things that are too difficult to kind of pop up. There has to be more than five games on day two, though. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, yeah, so, whoever's making the schedule is probably the same person running at bat. <laughs> uh, I don't know I'm full John Smoltz here, and is complaining about
1: shit. But man, they make
0: at worse. And every- I swear to God, Elon is in charge. What was
1: your What's your issue with it? Because I didn't have any issues it's yesterday. It's no, okay. it sucks.
0: The interface is pure garbage. When you click on a game and you can't get to video, that's a horrible user experience, right? Do you not agree? Like from the main I, I, I game, didn't.
1: I didn't have any issues yesterday. So no, I no, no, no,
0: no. But you can't get to a video from there. Uh-huh. From this screen, from this screen here, see this? With all the games? You click on it. Now, it's not going to show because there's no game on right now. But you can't get to the video of the game. And that's fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a yeah you got to hit the, the watch button. That's yeah.
0: horrendous. Like, it makes no sense. And it's a change from previous. They continue to change things to make it worse, a la Twitter, Hence the Elon reference. I feel like he has to be in charge of this. It's so bad, and I mean, every year they make it a little bit worse because it. Do you, do you have a blue check mark?
1: Is, is is that like is that the problem? Like you if you have do a, do a blue check mark, it'd be you're easier. Pay
0: for a blue check mark on uh, on MLB. MLB yeah. I would. I would do. Freaking better, and I wouldn't get blacked out. I I would pay more there.
1: Oh, I I I lost my shit yesterday because I was I was driving and I was like, well, only game on right now is the White Sox Astros game. I was all like, and I kept pressing the. The button and, and and it kept like telling me it's black and I'm like, no effing way! I'm not blacked out. I live in I live in San Francisco. Like, really <laughs> seems and like I could not figure it out for the life of me until I got home and went to go turn it on. And I was like, I'm still blacked out on my TV. And I was like, what oh, you know? it's it's got to be on ESPN. So, what do y'all out. do for cable?
0: Uh, do Comcast cable? is is yeah. Is there like a Comcast app? Could you have like watched it on there? Because I have YouTube TV, which don't get me started on them uh, on the complaining hour here. Um, but at least I could shift over to that easily to watch the Houston game cuz I would yeah. have blacked out otherwise. I actually liked that they were on ESPN. So, so Comcast cool.
1: has their own MLB package. I don't pay for it cuz I pay for the, you know, the, ML, the MLB.com yeah, one and you, just stream it.
0: Could you have watched the ESPN game on your phone at all?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I could have, okay. if I'd realized it was on ESPN. Got I you, just got you. I I wasn't used to ESPN carrying like yeah, Thursday you're just afternoon stubbornly game. saying, I yeah. am
0: not blacked out of this Mm-mm. give me the gd game yeah i got you I got you. anyway let's
1: i was being a moron is what it came down to yeah
0: let's be happy baseball is back i don't want to be bitching the whole time we are going to talk some negative <laughs> stuff <not> Sorry <laughs> <laughs> about it <laughs> you're going <laughs> to be <try laughs> the I first one yeah i already mentioned verlander injured i take i tend to take guys like verlander at their word um you know players you have to be careful just trust them right because they're always taking the rosiest outlook but I think Verlander's usually pretty honest. Like if it's bad, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be down eight weeks or whatever. He said it was something that was kind of nagging him through spring, but that he thought it was just kind of normal spring stuff. And that when he didn't work through it, it's a terrace major strain, by the way. It's uh, similar, but obviously less severe, at least right now to what uh, Tristan McKenzie's dealing with. And when he didn't get through it, uh, by the time the season started, he's like, yeah, I should take care of this. Be cautious. This a six-month season. I don't want to be stupid mm-hmm. about it. it. was basically what he was saying there. So it kind of came out of nowhere because we didn't have any issues with Verlander. He was apparently playing through it, kind of working through it, and he said, nah, I'm just going to take it off. Overall, I think that is the better thing. When you put him in your main event team that you paid $1,700 for, you're not very happy about it. Especially when he's your favorite pitcher ever. So I was bummed from a personal standpoint, but I get it from the overall standpoint of him being smart for both his team and himself. Obviously we're not making any negative moves with Verlander as far as cutting him or anything like that. Let's talk Tyler McGill. He will now get an opportunity uh, or should get an opportunity what do you think about tyler mcgill because he lost out to david peterson who very clearly kind of jumped him early as the guy there for quintana's spot but now they can both have an opportunity what do you think of tyler mcgill
1: i mean i like tyler mcgill from a straight skills perspective but he's just not been able to stay healthy his velocity was down in spring he didn't look particularly good in spring now it's command. Th- yeah yeah I mean, I think in deeper leagues, you take the gamble and pick him up, but I don't know that I would want to start him this week um, in spite of the fact that he... Oh, no, hes he's got he's to gotta start against Miami he's on Saturday. Got to do it.
0: Oh, wait. Yeah. Like tomorrow? Oh,
1: yeah. And then another one next I was week. I say, he gets double Ver- Miami then. Yeah, another one versus Miami. So he's at Miami tomorrow and then home versus... I think I would sit him tomorrow at Miami just that. to see... Oh, uh, and then the shot. Mm, I just feel like that's so, going to end poorly.
0: It's early uh, against Miami. Hmm.
1: If it's
0: good, if you think McGill can't handle Miami in Miami, then you should. You be probably like shouldn't pick him anywhere. up. Yeah, yeah. No.
1: I, I don't think I do. I think I. I think I would. Okay. Probably pass. I mean, I guess okay. in deeper leagues you take the gamble because it's Miami. But yeah. I just think there's so much risk, and I I, I don't know that he is going to have enough innings. Um in the start to get a win. And so now you're going, you're, there's risk here uh, just because he hasn't looked good in spring. And I don't think it's going to go deep enough for a win. So I'm yeah, I'm probably out.
0: I, I'm going for McGill. If you can pick him up and it's like a 15 team or 15 team mixed, obviously any NL only, he was probably already drafted or reserved. Um, if you're looking at like a 12 team, that's a bit more fringe and I could pick him up and hold him. I, that, that's where I could do your, your sit for the mm-hmm. first one and see where he's at situation, a 12 teamer. But anything deeper than that, I'm, I'm going for it because the simple fact is, and we'll talk about this a lot through these first couple of weeks, you don't really get to play a wait, wait and see game because somebody's going to pick those guys up and just go for it. Uh, you don't get a chance to kind of wait, have them on the wire and then go for it. So if you like McGill at all, you at least have to pick him up now. And if that requires you to start him, there are worse things than than being forced to start somebody at Miami. So I like McGill, he did have a bad spring. I, I understand your trepidation there, but I am picking him up in 15s for sure. 12s, it's a bit more fringe. Um, And then, like I said, with Verlander, we're not too worried. This next guy, we're not super worried either, although Max Fried did have to leave his start early, uh, coming up lame with a hamstring issue, covering first base on one. And I wanted to revisit somebody who we talked about uh, last episode, Dylan Dodd. We're actually going to get into that during the two starts, because we're going to talk mm-hmm. 2 start pitchers next week. And I know how you felt about him on Monday. I just want to see with a little bit more of a guaranteed spot how you feel. But let's talk about Freed. How concerned are you about this hamstring? He's going to miss his next start for sure and likely to go on the IL, but it is not confirmed IL just yet, where you stand with Freed.
1: I mean, it's a huge bummer, right, because he's one of those guys, because he doesn't get a ton of strikeouts, you really needed him to volume. It yeah. didn't look particularly bad. Like, he didn't really show, like like he didn't like reach back and grab his hamstring
0: um,
1: right away or anything like that. Um, He just started kind of, you know, like while he was walking to, uh, to the uh, mound after stepping on first, like he just kind of like, you could just, he was a little uncomfortable. I think this is just a being cautious type thing. The Braves have a lot of arms uh, that they can, you know, bring up. It's either going to be Ian Anderson or, or Bryce Elder. Uh, to kind of fill that spot in the rotation, I think they're just being cautious. Uh, Wait, do so you
0: think one of them will take it over Dodd? No, no, I think
1: in, 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 with sure, Dodd sure, also.
0: No, no, Freed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, you're right. Dodd's the the five already. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So yep, you're right. So be Anderson or Elder. Who would you prefer if you could? If you got to pick, who would you like to see more, Elder or Anderson?
1: I mean, I'd like to see Anderson a little bit more. I think we know what Elder is, which is kind of a a swing man type, probably you know, better, best suited as like a long reliever guy that doesn't really have a ton of upside. But uh, Anderson was considered a top 40 starter coming into last year and uh, and just got completely thrashed in the majors and wasn't great in the minors. But should there, he
0: have been, though? He had a 438 Sierra No, he absolutely and shouldn't I, and have I been. Him, but, right? So yeah. I'm not throwing stones saying like I knew and you guys were wrong. I was in on, on Anderson thinking that he could do it. was a prospect pedigree. But man, he was well over drafted and absolutely flopped big time. He's twenty five though. I agree that there's still some interest. He's ten percent walk rate through two hundred and seventy two innings. Like the control has been a consistent issue. Um I agree Elder doesn't have a ton of upside because he doesn't he doesn't get swings and misses. So it is probably Anderson that is more appealing, but Elder keeps the ball on the ground really nicely, so you know. The and they did just
1: care of him. Give Orlando Garcia a three-year contract extension. I,
0: I don't know why. I they we agreed on this during the during the yeah. I think Orlando Garcia is a pretty decent player.
1: I and mean, he's a very good defensive player, but it just tells me that Grissom is not coming back up anytime soon. So, like, there, there were some people... Say. I did a couple drafts before the start, right before the start of draft season, and there were people still drafting Vaughn Grissom, and I'm like, oh, that is not going to end well.
0: No. I mean, like well, The thing of it is, three years, 7.3 mil is not a huge outlay for RCF. It is to be a utility guy. So, if... <laughs> Grissom took a Marcus Semyon-like jump defensively to where he became a strong shortstop. He could come up and nab that job. Yeah, but there's so few guys who ever do that. I still wouldn't have drafted him. Um, And I I think Garcia is intriguing. I kind of like him for 15-team mixers and probably not 12s unless you have a deep reserve, but he's someone I'm at least keeping an eye on. I I Mm like Garcia back in Milwaukee.
1: I did too. I I always thought he was going to turn into like a 10-20 guy.
0: Yeah. And uh, may- maybe, maybe this is where he does. I mean, is only 28.
1: And oh, that's he's not, crazy.
0: He's not like some grandpa. Yeah. It's age 28 season, so it's like if he if he spiked a double-double season. Well, I, actually, he doesn't really run anymore. So I think it's yeah. more of like I, I could see like a 14. So
1: who knows? Apparently, everybody's well, running. Yeah, I mean, fact, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. But like yeah. everybody ran. I ran yesterday.
0: You had a few steals, which was really nice. Uh, Let's stick on the injury news. Dude, Jordan Hicks tried to murder their new catcher. Um, Did you see it?
1: This was scary, yes. I was watching it it when it happened. Me too. It hurt
0: me to look at it. Blasted him in the knee with a 103-mile-an-hour sinker. It did scrape the ground a little bit, which maybe took a little bit of the energy from it but it doesn't matter you saw how the pad like absorbed some of it again didn't matter you probably needed a triple pad to do to really withstand the power of that and when wilson Contreras got up to go after it he immediately hobbled and you could tell that 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 he was in pain oh my god it hurt my knee just watching it he ended up having to leave the game mris are negative right now how you feeling about wilson Contreras and his knee after taking that 103 mile an hour sinker from jordan hicks though
1: I mean, I don't think he's going to go on the IL, but I would expect him to miss at least the weekend series and kind of just um, them just take it easy with him. You know, he's a big contract over the off season. They're going to be careful with him. Uh, I'm glad that the X-rays and MRIs and everything were negative. So um you know, just kind of pick up a catcher radiation. to fill in.
0: Yeah, they and, might be.
1: Well, do they want him running on it? I mean, it becomes the thing. True. So.
0: Maybe he gets a pinch hit or something. But, yeah, yeah. Even if they just take the weekend. Again, it's the very beginning of the year. You're not pushing your star new catcher, uh, you know, beyond his means for any unnecessary reason. Um, Andrew Kisner is going to take over for now. He's not really the pickup. Like, in two catcher formats, I would go for Blake Sable if he's still available. The Rule I picked him up in Talworths. Yeah, he's somebody I'd look at. Um, Nick Fortes was drafted in most two catchers. I would look for Nick Fortes maybe in a one catcher. Um Any other catchers you can think of off the top of your head?
1: Well, we're about to talk about Gary Sanchez.
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Giants, yeah, let's, let's bring up Gary Sanchez. Y'all inked him, but it's too a minor league deal, so I doubt he would be the fill-in for Wilson Contreras right now because he needs to get re mm-hmm. re-acclimated and everything uh but the reason i like blake sable is because he's a non-catching catcher by the way a eligible guy who isn't catching behind
1: not in every format rest. apparently he is not oh, really? i gotta wait for him to get catcher eligibility in on roto so i don't know where uh, i'll check esp and yahoo real quick um, i don't know but, if he
0: will get it though because like again i don't think he's gonna catch especially now that y'all signed gary sanchez
1: so uh, I mean to... I think he'll get some opportunities. I I don't think Bart is long for the major leagues. I think
0: I think oh, Bart I think is you
1: guys are poning Bart. So Farhan uh, uh, Saidi was on KNBR yesterday, and he made a comment about if Bart does early this season what he did last year, that they'll have to get another. They'll have to look into other options at the catcher position. And then today they signed Gary Sanchez i think bart is on an extremely short leash yikes
0: yikes i'm looking at some yahoo availability one catcher leagues grandal might be available i told y'all he would come back this year he hit a homer Mm -hmm. yesterday so i got that one right chalk that one up for me i I nailed that one um (laughs) gabriel moreno uh is only 35 percent rostered at yahoo i would definitely be in on him um how, how would you rank? Dar- Travis Darno, Gabriel Moreno, and Yasmani Grandal as a uh, Wilson Contreras holdover in shallower one catcher formats. Ooh, I think I would go because we're talking like the next week, probably. Right? This is not a long. Yeah. We don't think it's going to be a long term thing, so think very, very shallow here or very short term.
1: Um, I think I would. Go Grandal because he'll pro- he could probably get some DH opportunities. Mm-hmm. Then I would go. Let's see. Unfortunately, Grandal's
0: at Houston and Moreno's at the Dodgers. Whereas... yeah,
1: but um, Darno's at Washington, but then he goes to St. Louis. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: So it's not it, it, nobody has great matchups except for maybe Darno this weekend with uh, the Saturday and Sunday at Washington.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'd probably go Darno and then Moreno. Um, I'd still
0: go. Grond- but I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think, I think I, think I want
1: Grandal out of both of them.
0: Especially if you're listening to this before games start, and you can pick up for Friday. They both play Friday, and Darno doesn't, so Mm-mm. you would get that extra game. But yeah, keep an eye on that. If anything bigger happens, we'll we'll give you more long term situations there. Here's another one I wouldn't
1: mind though. Um, you know, Luis Compensano had a pretty good spring. Uh, and they're, so ho- yeah, they're right. home versus Colorado. And I know you prefer to be in Colorado, but you yeah. um, still
0: face Colorado pitchers, though.
1: You still face Colorado pitchers. And uh, and then they get uh, Arizona. Um, but it's like Ryan Nelson. Eh, I guess Zach Allen's still wait, wait, pretty wait. good. But... They
0: get the Dodgers first, don't
1: they? Yeah, they got Dodgers and then I'm saying San Diego after that. <laughs> got it.
0: Got it. Oh, no, no. You're right. You're right. Sorry. I'm wrong. Wait, no, no. <laughs> Colorado so
1: and then the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, yeah, Colorado, then no, no, Colorado, then Arizona. You got me yeah, all messed right. up. I, yeah. I messed you up. I'm sorry, that was my fault. I was looking at something else, uh, but yeah, I, I like Compensano too. I actually moved in him deeper up. leagues, yeah, yeah, two catcher formats for sure. Um, I moved him up late under the idea that, well, Nola had also gotten hit in the face, which wasn't mm-hmm. awesome, felt pretty terrible for him, but I, I moved Compensano up thinking, hey, there could be a little something here, he's still a big time prospect from a few years ago and I wonder if he can really make some noise this year getting more PT. So I like him in, in two catcher formats as well. That's a good call out. Let's talk some closers. First day, Andres Munoz and Joan Duran both get the closing opportunities for their uh for their respective teams. Are you reading into it at all?
1: No. Not yet. I mean if if they both get the next one then I'm gonna start perking my ear up and if they oh they both get the next two, then I'll be like, okay, maybe things have changed. But these are organizations that, you know, like, if, if like Joe Schmo had gotten a save on either of these teams, like Griffin Jackson, Minnesota, or, um, you know, Steck and Rider, I don't even know if Steckenreiter is still in Seattle, had gotten it yesterday. Would you have been surprised? Because I, I wouldn't have been. Mm, um, yeah, I
0: would have been surprised for sure. If it had been anybody but Seawall, or Munoz. Barring like extra innings, yeah, I would have been surprised. The came been. in in a tied game, mm-hmm. and then Munoz came in after the Ty France hit the three run homer. Um, Lopez pitched earlier, but it wasn't necessarily like he faced the heart of the order or anything. But I believe Duran faced the heart of the order. So it happened to be the ninth inning. So, again, I'm I'm just asking. I'm not sure that it, it means that they're the closers or anything. you got to feel good if you draft them. They'll get in that first save. Mm-hmm. I thought they were draft worthy even as guys that you're expecting maybe 12 to 15 saves from. Because you're yeah. probably also looking to get five, six wins. Uh, ton of strikeouts and great ratios. So I was in on either of them anyway, but uh, you got it, gotta feel nice to get the first save, even if you can't yeah. too much into it.
1: I mean, like, I, I got a save from Danny, Danny Jimenez yesterday. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. feeling like I'm necessarily like struck a gold mine with my 29th round pick or anything like that, but like, it's nice to get it. Like, I'd much yeah, but, rather,
0: but May pitched before him. Like, I, maybe there is yeah. something there because I think people had moved off of Jimenez. And it's not like May pitched. Well, he did pitch 9-1-2. That's, that, that's what was due up. It ended up being nine one two three four that he ended up pitching to because he had a couple walks. So maybe May is still the guy against you know the heart of the order. But uh, not bad to steal a save, especially yeah, take it. on an Oakland guy. Because mm-hmm. they're so bad. I can't believe they won.
1: They they may not Just get, get that many more saves. More. saves left
0: way. Get, get him out of there, dude. Uh, now, the two Ryans, Helsley and Presley. They were shaky in their debuts. Are you uh, overly reading into either of those?
1: Uh, Helsley, not so much, but Presley looked really like Presley looked like something was wrong. Um, he kept like shaking his hand Clemens um, or his in, arm. He, he yeah,
0: Cummins was in the broadcast. He did the booth, or he he was part of the broadcast crew for ESPN <laughs> there, and he was he was dialed in on that. It's early. I'm not saying Presley can't go out and have 30 saves, but he was a full fade for me this year just because of his health.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I
0: I just, he just 34, and I was worried.
1: He was just lower on my list in terms, like comparatively to the field. Like if he had dropped, I almost ended up with him in my main event because he started to drop a little bit, but then I ended up going Bautista instead. Uh, Yeah. I'm a little bit concerned about Presley, but but
0: he got Um, it, but he got
1: it done. So I'm not super worried there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a little worried on Presley. I'm not super worried, especially because, like, Gallegos uh, is injured now. So, like, who's St. Louis going to go to? It, yeah, Gallegos had, like, a back issue yesterday.
0: Is he going, did he go in on the IL?
1: No, I think they're saying just day-to-day for right now. Got but it, got it, got it. I think that gives hells just a little bit more rope. Um,
0: well, he's not going to pitch back-to-back days, though. I, I think, if anything, that yeah. would give somebody else the
1: opportunity. Well, don't worry, because MLB exactly. apparently doesn't play back-to-back days. <laughs>
0: Um, like maybe I'm mean, well Jordan Hicks still can't find the zone. I don't think Andre Pollante <laughs> is, is the guy. So I don't know exactly who would benefit from that. But I still think Gallegos is is the second guy you want there, but in the short term, not because of the lower back tightness. I see it now. He was unavailable yeah. uh for opening day because of it, but not a long term concern. But yeah, Helsley, you know and again I don't want to do confirmation bias on either of these guys just because I started to fade them. I I, I did start to worry a little bit about Helsley with the with the no back to backs. And remember, last year I was super in on Gallegos, thought he could be the A closer. He got chased down by Helsley, took the L there. But now Gallegos is the is the chase guy, right? He's the underdog now, mm-hmm. and he's the one who was dirt cheap. I still think he can get low double digit saves, and I'm intrigued enough to to stay bought in on him. And I think where he's available. You might take a shot if you're chasing saves um, in a deep enough format. I think Gallegos is still a worthy pickup. Not not specifically because of this issue from – or this outing from Helsley, but more so just because they're not going to go back-to-back days with Helsley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rafael Montero would be the guy in Houston, although he wasn't great either. So yeah, again, that's not. why I'm not using this to say like, Oh, Presley's cooked because Montero blew it before him. They both mm-hmm. just had rough ones. Grandal. That was a, I mean,
1: that was just a crazy game. Like, it, know, it was I, a great game. Though. There were, there were a few, I, the Cardinals game was crazy as well. So that it was, was just, a bananas game. That was a really fun game to watch. In spite of the fact, Manoa got, Blown up early. And Nicholas got
0: blown up early. Yeah, they both got smoked. Um, And you mentioned Artie Sanchez to the Giants. Um, Mm -hmm. So we won't talk about that right now. Opening day stolen bases. You hinted at this earlier. Last year, two. This year, 21. Can you believe that? Now, all I did, maybe I did the math wrong. I didn't do any math. I just looked. So what I did was I went to league stats on our page. I went to 2022, and I did April 8th, which is opening day. And it said two for the league. And then today, it says 21 for yesterday. So if I'm wrong and there was more, please correct me, but I I can show you. I'll send you the link right here. It says 31 homers. Like, this looks like a full day of stats. There were two last year on opening day and 21. Now, it is just one day, but I think that's something. I really do. Yeah. What do you think?
1: was opening. I thought...
0: What we were seeing in spring, too.
1: Um, I, well, opening day wasn't the 8th, so maybe that's the problem.
0: Oh, maybe that's it, because I looked, up, it I looked was, up somebody who plays it all the time. It was the 7th. Oh, um, man, I, that's probably where I effed up. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I messed up. So I looked up somebody who plays all the time, and the first guy that came to my mind was Marcus Semyon. So I went and looked at their game log, and game one – for them was the eighth, which means they didn't play on the but here's something so day, right?
1: yeah, so I just Damn looked it. up opening day. It was only five, so you're okay. not like so not, it's not still not three. like that. Like it's still a major jump. <laughs>
0: then it's it's five x yeah. instead of ten x then
1: mm-hmm.
0: or four um, x rather.
1: You know, I they I also don't think every team played on opening day last year, so you've got like that. But still, I mean, you're you're still talking about like, even if we doubled it. You'd still have more than double the amount of stolen bases. Yeah. You know, so, uh, I mean, clearly there were some teams that went, we're running, um, and we're going to kind of see if catchers can stop us given the new, uh, you know, rules around pitching, the the larger bases.
0: There were only Uh, seven games, to to your point. There you go. So, So. But then, so, but
1: even if like if you double that and get to fourteen games, you're still got ten stolen bases to twenty one. So um, and
0: twelve the next day, and there were only two steals. So you can yeah. smash both those days together. It's and seven you get seven stolen bases. The so. bottom line is there's something here even on the very short sample because while it is a one day sample, it's still a lot of game. You know, it, the mm-hmm. it's it, it's a lot of plate appearances. I should say right, like the the entire league's plate appearances. I don't know. The, the mathier folks out there might tell me, "Hey, you're you you're totally overrating one day." But I think there might be a little something here um, that that we everything we thought about running being more frequent, checking in on day one, a bunch of two steel guys. So what do you make of it, and how would how would you utilize that info? Obviously, we're going to keep monitoring it. We'll check in again on Monday to see how how the weekend went. But how's this change things for you, if at all? Now that we have already drafted and it's in season management time.
1: Um, I mean, it's so hard to know like how much of this is going to be really sticky. I'm kind of looking to see if I see like was it like spread out or was it um uh or was it a little bit more like uh like a like a few teams really well, taking advantage because well, like four of two twos five
0: and the five total five they're, total, total, total so amazing and Mullins two apiece. And then Frazier got one as well. So they had five of them, sure. And I mean, then... Juan Bay had two. So there three yeah, guys with two and then a ton of ones. I don't know, man. I, I think it's something.
1: I think it's something, too. Um, that,
0: because we, they were up in spring, too. Like, this isn't just opening day. spring. The spring problem is spring.
1: only, like, three of the stolen bases, you know, two for Bay and one from Adam Frazier, are guy, guys... Are like available on your waiver wire, so like this is well, it depends I don't, on the league size.
0: Ty, Tyro Estrada, Seth Brown.
1: Um, I don't think they're rostered in most
0: 10 teams. Leagues.
1: Leagues. I oh, would shot. think so.
0: Tyro, uh, maybe league. not, but not. I, don't, I think Brown's maybe
1: not more Seth more Brown in, the in probably in some Yahoo leagues for sure because you got Mateo three outfielders. Probably is available. Oh, yeah, 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 Mateo, that's true. So I mean, I think it, it kind of depends. Like, you're going to be able to find stolen bases, that appears, a lot easier off the waiver wire. Um,
0: but that also means you're going to need more, too. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So, at Yahoo, by the way, Seth Brown, 49% rostered.
1: There you go. Okay.
0: So, you know, that have some availability. Tyro, not so much. Uh, he's triple eligible, short second and outfield so 91% rostered so uh not not as available but yeah I think they're going to be more available but you're going to need more so you're going to need to keep churning to making sure you're not falling too far behind we'll keep monitoring it it's one day at the end of the day it's still just one yeah I mean
1: but it was a lot man this is going to be I mean the my so I think actually what I want to look up right now is I'm going to look up league stats and I want to look up There were only two caught stealers. I
0: was just about to I was just So they were twenty one
1: for twenty three. Yep. I mean if you're running at like a ninety five percent success rate league wide, everybody's gonna start stealing. Yeah. Like it's just gonna keep
0: that success rate, but I think it's gonna be a high success rate with the bases.
1: This is gonna turn out to be a huge mistake. Why? Like you're I just Like night, you're pretty much like guaranteeing second base by getting a wall. Like it's just so.
0: Did do you not remember the eighties?
1: Yeah, no, I don't. I was was barely alive in the eighties. That was the joke.
0: (laughs) But they have they've had this before. There's, why is it a mistake? I disagree. No mistake. Good, good, Good. incite action. I want to see things happening. This is good. Teams will adjust can figure it out find some guys yeah. with better arms give away some of the framing for a better arm make adjustments change the game like things being the same thing every year that's boring as shit man i'm ready i hope this is the beginning of something um we'll see it is one day after all
1: i mean getting... i'll tell you i'm not gonna have any problem if cedric mullins steals 324 in, in bases i mean i think I've, you'd like that you'd i'm, like I'm okay I'm with main. it yeah I've got, I've got him everywhere i mean not everywhere, but a lot of places at least. You got
0: one from Kelnick too, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you got you got your boys running wild for you. Well, I don't have you're Kelnick right?
1: in the main, unfortunately. I got oh, sniped pretty hard sorry. there, but I did get I get. Uh, you got him in the auction. Uh, I got Glaber, yeah.
0: And you, yeah, you got Glaber. So you, you I got, got four
1: Glaber. stolen bases in my main yesterday. That was like, nice. I was like, like, holy crap, and like, you know, but like now, how many stolen bases? You know, you probably needed like ninety stolen bases to win the category. Uh, now That's you're going to need a hundred and sixty
0: we'll see we'll see what it ends up being but uh it's intriguing for sure and i, I i'm already just eager to kind of track it day by day right now and just mm-hmm. kind of see where it's going all right let's continue here talk some two-step guys um obviously availability will uh will depend uh, i didn't include some of the guys that like have no chance of being and even this first guy I listed probably isn't available in even like tens but he's a 67 at Yahoo, so that's why i included Reed that moves yep. At Seattle uh, and home to Toronto, I would have drafted him in a ten-teamer. I think so. Of course, I'm starting him everywhere. What do you think about Reed Detmers? I know you weren't as keen
1: on him. Yeah, I'm. I feel I'm feeling a little FOMO um, right now. Like uh, I watched his last spring start, and he was so dominant. Like he was, really, looked really, really good. And I was like, oh, maybe I've made a mistake here and not drafting him. But I just couldn't get over the price jump late, especially. Um, I mean, I think if you, especially if you paid one of the later prices for him, so you were taking the top 150 picks, I feel like you got to start him. Um, even though these yeah. are two really tough matchups, uh, that could definitely do damage. So um, I would probably be a little bit more skeptical of starting him, especially versus Toronto and Seattle. But I don't know if He's you, if, if, yeah, minutes. if you if you drafted him, you probably were a big fan of his, so you probably should be starting him.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Hunter Brown, 79% at Yahoo, so not as available. But I decided to include him just in case he isn't available in some of those shower formats. Detroit at Minnesota, I think similar type of deal here. If you paid the premium, because he moved up mm-hmm. quite a bit as well. You love him. You got to go with him. Easy start. Obviously, you get the Detroit start, which is great. And at Minnesota is not easy, but it's also not terrifying me. I'm starting to yeah. around everywhere.
1: Yeah, I, I actually picked him up in an ESPN league. That's what um, I'm saying. See, that's why. So like, there
0: is some availability out
1: there. Yeah. So I'm I'm starting him next week uh, and hoping for him, uh, yeah. hoping for the best. But uh, like, I wouldn't be overly shocked if he doesn't go deep into the game, uh, considering uh, you know he's coming off of like an injury issue.
0: Tyler Molly gets the one up one down treatment. Trip to Miami, home to Houston. 25% rostered at Yahoo. So going to be available in a lot of those shallower 12s and 10 formats. We were so excited to get him out of Cincinnati last year. And then he got hurt like four starts into his Minnesota career. I'm, st- I'm still super intrigued to see what he can do out of great American. Are you starting Tyler Molly here in shallower formats?
1: Oh, this is really, really tough. Probably because you're at Miami at least your home versus Houston, but yeah, that Houston exactly starts very, very scary. And the velocity still hasn't come all the way back, which is a little scary for me. So, it wasn't um, a great spring. No, it was, it was not. Horrible. I I did not. I mean, if you listened to the podcast last year, you knew how much I loved Tyler Molly coming into the year, and then especially once he got traded, I didn't draft him anywhere this year. He's not on a single one of my teams. So, I mean, I am pretty petrified that he is not healthy.
0: Yeah, I have some concerns there too. But I think if you got him. You're you're riding them, riding yep. it out. That that's that's where I'm at with it with uh, with Tyler Molly right now, especially early. You know, you does you do have more time to make up for it if you are taking shots. So my my bar is a little bit more wide open early.
1: See, I'm a little bit more conservative early because I don't want to get I don't want I don't want to put myself in a hole that I have to dig myself out of. Yeah,
0: I mean, you're gonna get like Alec Manoa got hit, right? So things are gonna happen. I I. I think it makes sense to just be more aggressive early on um, mm. b- because you just have more time to make up for it. Michael Kopech, San Francisco and at Pittsburgh. That's pretty juicy. I'm starting him. You've got him. it. Like, I, uh, yeah, I've got
1: Kopech in a lot of places, so he's, he's going to be starting for me next week for sure.
0: Yeah, and has some availability easy. there, 28% mm-hmm. at Yahoo, so should be able to be picked up. Cal Bradish, you weren't as keen on him at Texas, home to the Yankees. I love that he's home, at least against the Yankees, because that park, obviously, we know what it did for him last year. Um, easy start in 15s. So if you drafted him, you're, you're okay. bought in. I think I'm starting him in 12s, and depending on what's available, I might start him in 10s. But I'm definitely starting Kyle Bradish in 12s. What do you think of Bradish?
1: That Texas team is a little bit scary. Um, I'm I'm not saying
0: I'm just bought in on Bradish.
1: I am too. I'm bought in on Bradish too. So I think I'm going with it, but I don't feel good about it. Like it's,
0: it's it's nerve wracking, but mm -hmm. if if he gives you a nice two step here, you're going to feel really good about having bought in and be like, yes, this Mm -hmm. is my guy. This is why I wanted him. You know, it's going to be like that type of deal. Um, Yeah. But yeah, he is getting challenged right out of the gate here with the at Texas home to the Yankees. Sean Mania had the big velo spike in spring that caught him a lot of attention. Uh, he's going to drop a two-start right away. At the White Sox, home to KC, back in his old stomping grounds there with KC. What do you think of Sean Maniah for your Giants?
1: Ooh, um, the at Chicago is the one that scared me. I don't I don't care about the Kansas City one. That, that's fine. That's an easy, yeah, that's that's easy pull about. trigger on. I think I'm okay going for it. Because the strikeout upside is there. Um but man, that's it's a tough park to pitch in and a tough team to pitch against. So I can understand not wanting to do it in, in your shallower formats.
0: Going for it in twelves. Um uh tens i don't think i don't think you probably have you probably don't have to yeah i, I think you can afford to maybe not go for Manaya in there but listen if, this is another one of those guys where i'm saying my windows opened up a bit more and if you bought in on him and he's one of your guys he's 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 your bradish you know if manaya is the guy that you really bought in on i think you go for it here because you're protected mm-hmm. by the kc at home the white socks i do believe in though i do think they're going to be good um, and that offense can be really tough. So that's going to be a tough one. But if you trust Manaya and you really think he's going to have a good year, then you're going to have to have starts like this at Chicago. Yeah, I agree. Jo- John Gray gets Baltimore uh, at home. He'll be in the Radish start and then a trip to the Cubs. What do you think of John Gray? I know you've been a long-term fan. I would imagine yeah. you're in on this.
1: Yeah, I'm in on this. I think this is fine. Yep, easy
0: peasy. I don't even need to go too much deeper. I think if you bought in on him, you go for it. Rowanze Contreras, this is a tough one. At the Red Sox, home to the White Sox. I'm
1: not yeah. touching yeah, this.
0: Yeah, the intriguing pirate. What about, okay, so 10s and 12s were out. What about 15s? Mm-hmm. Or the pickings are a lot slimmer. Do you think there's than-
1: any chance that even if he's, like, pitching well, that he goes five innings? Like, I just. Yeah, I, I mean,
0: there's I think there's, like, and I'm not saying a chance like a 1%. I think there's like, a reasonable chance if, if Ronzi Contreras is pitching well. It's the pitching well part that I am. Yeah, I just, I, I'm not, no, here. I don't want
1: to do this. This this doesn't, there's a reason I didn't draft him anywhere. Like, I'm, no, I'm not in this. I totally understand. Um, these
0: are two lineups that, you know, the the Red Sox this year, they've lost story. They're not getting hyped up at all, and I totally get it. But it's not an offense that you're, like, dying to face. Like, this, mm-hmm. these are, vet is a veteran-laden squad with a few youngsters mixed in. That, that I think can do some damage. So I agree with you. I think even in 15s, I'm sitting this one out. I'm still yeah. keeping him. If I drafted him, I'm keeping Ronzi Contreras. But, man, it's so tough, though, to have a guy like this and then to not use him in a two-step, right? Because then, like, when are you... This is why I don't draft
1: guys like this. This is why I try, just try to stay away from him. On a bad team that I and I just can't really trust that he is good enough to not just... Especially because his walk rate, like, I just worry he's going to walk the yard and then give up a grand slam. Like, no, I I, I, I just, understand I the just, concerns doing with it.
0: Contreras. I do kind of feel like if you drafted him, you kind of have to
1: start him. Though. I don't think you do. I absolutely. Then why don't think did you, you, you draft did. him? I don't know. but That was a mistake. But don't don't like double down on that mistake by letting him go up against these two lineups.
0: Like I get what you're saying, but. We also have to come at it from a person that doesn't agree with us of, of his concern. Uh, they don't share the same concerns, right? So I think if you believe that Ronzi Contreras, you know, is the 379-127 ERA whip guy he was last year, 13% swinging strike rate. I don't know. I'm teetering right. on it. If, yeah, if no, I'm thanks. bought in on him. If I'm bought in on him. Uh, Brady Singer and Chris boobich aka tit scratch they get toronto at home and then a trip to san francisco singer's an easy one i just included him just so yeah, yeah. to acknowledge that yeah he's also getting a two-step um he's not that available either 86 percent at yahoo it's boobich who is the one who will be available what do you think of old tit scratch
1: no we're not starting to scratch anywhere like i'm didn't, didn't not gonna do it heat no i think wasn't that keller Tip things oh, in right spring, okay. yeah. It was okay. Cow- Keller had a pitch, uh, added a new pitch and was looking a lot better in spring, but okay. Bubic okay. is still a tip scratch,
0: yeah. I, I, I'm out on that one. Um, he, he would need to show me some things before I'd really be getting in on Chris Bubic right now, and not, not a particularly easy draw there with Toronto, even coming mm-hmm. to their home park. And then trip to San Francisco, I don't think y'all's lineup is super scary, but it's Chris Bubic,
1: yeah, Tigers, exactly.
0: The, the Matthews, the Mats, and Matthew, Matthew Boyd, Matt Manning, they get at Houston, home to Boston. I'm a Boyd boy.
1: And I like Manning, but I'm not yeah, studying like either Manning. of these guys. But
0: I don't know, man. I don't at know all. Like, I don't
1: no know. way. Like, these are, these, like, I'm waiting for them to get blown up in the, this two starts so that done. way in that way I can pick them up in the leagues where I didn't get them so Do I
0: revoke my boy boy membership for not starting no
1: start? no okay, this is this super is scary lineup uh, yeah because I mean Houston murders pitching and I just I mean if it was like it Boston, yeah exactly if it was Boston and like k c Tampa Bay
0: yeah. Even Tampa Bay, a good yeah,
1: like, um, one. I would probably start, but, yeah, I'm not doing Houston, no. No.
0: And then Manning's even less of a concern right now, or less mm-hmm. of a consideration for me than Boyd. No, he finished strong. Going. He finished really
1: strong in spring. I'm, I'm, I'm very so intrigued. I'm yeah,
0: I'm with you. But I agree. Let them get hit here, and we cut some, and then we swoop in. Yeah, exactly. The get a little bit same, later. Same with
1: this next one.
0: Yeah, Ryan Nelson got the fifth starter's role. He's at San Diego and home to the Dodgers, devastatingly difficult, two-step. I don't even think I want to start him in a 15-team. Though lineup.
1: I will say both bottom halves of those lineups I know
0: that are not very
1: good.
0: We, we made the comment early this year saying that it's not the Avengers lineup for the Dodgers mm. anymore, that bottom half, although James Outman had an excellent first game. Yeah, um, he did. There's another one of those, though, where it's like you drafted the guy. Should you use him for a two-step or is it just nope. too freaking scary?
1: It's way too scary.
0: Nelson had three starts last year San Diego, LA, San Diego. He put up a 147
1: ERA. I'm just saying. I might end up doing it, but like it. i saying. I think in 15 teams, you can make the rationale for it. I think in 10s and 12s, it's probably not roster. 10s and twelve, 12s,
0: I wouldn't pick them up. I think you could pick up so many of these other guys that we're talking about over Ryan Nelson. Yeah. If you got him in a 15,
1: I might do it. I've got him in the barf league and I'm willing to barf on that one if that's, I guess, the case.
0: Ryan Nelson or Matthew Boyd?
1: Oh, Ryan Nelson. I'll take that, that gamble. Okay.
0: You think, you think they're that, that easy or just because of Houston?
1: Houston. It is, yeah. I think Boyd's still the much better pitcher, but I, okay. That's what, that's what I was getting. That's where I was getting. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, I could maybe convince myself on Ryan Nelson too, but if it was, if it was, Dre Jameson, I think I'd be more in because that's mm-hmm. my guy. Uh, Johnny Cueto gets Minnesota and at the Mets. I guess he's getting pushed because he was originally slated for the – I'm actually glad I cut him now because I drafted him just to get some arms potentially pitching this week. But mm-hmm. then he was slated to go against uh, the, the Mets, and I was like, well, I don't want to do that. Now he's pushed. It's going to be – lazardo cabrera and rogers finishing up the the series with cueto on monday so he gets minnesota but then he goes to the mets so what do we think about cueto uh set up for a two-step you interested at all no is it because of his devastating spring
1: oh uh, well, I, I don't even know manager. what it, yeah but like he also like does well because he's able to throw off hitters timing and now with the pitch clock he can't for you people, He can't he can't start early, right? He can't quick yeah. pitch because he has to wait the eight seconds. And then uh, he can't, like, like really mess. Well, he can mess a little bit, but, like, he can't but mess in the same way. Yeah, yeah and there's so certain
0: things you can't do. That's actually some a of, great
1: point. Some of the effectiveness he gets from, like, changing speeds is yeah, lessened changing, because of the pitch clock. Changing body speeds, not just yeah, speed Yeah, speed. yeah that's, that's what I mean. That's a great call be. on
0: Cueto because I was actually kind of, like, maybe I'll pick him back up, but now I'm, I'm hearing you on that, and I wonder if that played a role, because he, it's three and two-thirds in spring, I don't want to over but he got fucking destroyed, dude, 11 hits and 11 runs in three and two-thirds, like, and so I, the only reason I give any credence to it is because of what you're saying about the mechanics, and I wonder if he had a struggle adjusting to it, and that's why he got his clock clean, or if it was just a Bad three and two thirds. I don't know, but I'm not taking the shot here with Cueto. There's too many other guys that we've talked about that I'd be more interested in. Mm-hmm. Let's go to your boy. He's this is kind of difficult one for your guy here, Stephen Matz. You were big on him last year. I don't know if you're bought back in this year or not, but he gets Atlanta at home and a trip to Milwaukee. How do you feel about lefty Stephen Matz going against those two clubs?
1: This one's hard because Milwaukee was atrocious versus left handed pitching yes, last they year. Were. Despite and so uh,
0: righty heavy, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think Atlanta was super good against them either last year. Um, though I, I can't remember uh, off the top of my head, so i trying to quickly look it up. But um, I think I'd take this gamble. Yeah, I think I would. Um
0: Atlanta was actually good against lefties last year. Oh, they were, were they s- tied for first and well, with St. Louis. So technically, as far as mats is concerned, so now you're getting get, you're getting
1: a re- yeah, so you're getting a really really good team against lefties it's a and a one-off. really oh, that's tough. Um, well, the tough ones at home, at least. Yeah,
0: and it's a good park.
1: I think I'd go for it. I think I would.
0: I, I would too. Over Cueto, Nelson, the Tigers. Yeah. Contreras. the question Breddish. would you do it over
1: yeah would you do it over mania or over bradish um i'd go i think i'm radish. doing it i think i'm doing it over both and i like bradish a lot i, I think okay. i would go matt's
0: i think i'd go bradish matt's mania i think okay. that's my order but yeah, that, that's an interesting group there. And I think people will be choosing from there. And, um, and Matt's had a solid spring, quietly, too. Yeah. No one really r- talking him up anymore um, because he got hurt last year. But I know you were really big on him last year. And I feel like he was doing fine. Like he, he got blown up in the start before he got hurt, right? Because that blew yeah. his ERA. And so it looks like he sucked. But. If you kind of take out the. And then it came and back, and then the it bugs. came back like
1: as a reliever. So, exactly. like, it didn't really. So it,
0: it was kind of an incomplete grade, is what I would say on that mm-hmm. last year. So, yeah, I'm yeah. intrigued by Matt. A couple of uh, Blue Jays. Uh, Jose Barrios, which can't believe he's even on this list, but we have to include him because he's no longer an automatic. And you say Kikuchi, they get trips to KC and the Angels. What about Barrios and Kikuchi?
1: I'm not touching either of these guys. Neither I neither, dude. Like, I just, there's just so much that can go wrong. Like, it's just. No, like the Kansas City Star is really interesting, but I know the Angels just got shut down by I Kyle Muller and the A's. But like, I don't buy that. That's gonna. Did you see Anthony Re, uh, Rendon like like grabbing a fan? Like, what, what was that? What's he, he doing? He was call, the fan called him a piece of shit or something like know, that. You, like, you got to
0: keep your hands to yourself. I, and listen. I guess. that's. Fans get way too wild these days. Yeah. Out here talking some BS, and they're going to f around and find out, right? Like, I'm not saying that it's right that a player would do that, but you're going to talk your shit and thinking that you're invincible, and some of these players are going to let you know that you're not. They're going to face the consequence when they do that. Yeah, but if I wouldn't you, be surprised.
1: He, I mean, he should be suspended for that, to be honest. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, you can't grabbing someone, your, yeah, yeah, you can't put your hands on on. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, as far as Barrios and like. Kikuchi had moments in spring, but then you like look at things like the walk rate, and you go, oh, "Okay, he's still just you say Kikuchi," and All like, right. like, and, and most... Brios did not look good. In spring.
0: No, I, I'm not in on the buyback on Brios. At least as a community, we didn't do the Kikuchi thing again this year, hyping him up because we've done it as a fantasy community for like the last fourteen years. Uh, yeah, I,
1: I, I've led that trade. I participated times, yeah. in
0: it too. Last year, I was finally out. And it didn't happen this year. So I do appreciate that. But, yeah, I'm sitting out this one uh, at the Royals, at the Angels. Tyrone Walker, he's my boy, man, but no shot here at the Yankees and home to Cincinnati. That's a hard nope. pass for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Grove. Oh, we didn't mention because I, I was saving it for here. Ryan Pepio won that fifth starter's job and then goes to the IL. That's such a bummer for a year. Yeah. Player and and player. I didn't get,
1: I picked him up in tout, and you have to start him in tout when you pick a guy up. Yeah, and it's just brutal. so annoying. Like, you know, but that's
0: really tough. So it's an it a week train, this. which we do hate. We hate him more four than four to we six weeks. It. But it's four to six weeks. It's an yeah. easy cut for Pepio. Um, so Grove's going to get the spot. How do you feel about Grove? longer term for the four to six weeks and then how do you feel about a two-step um home to colorado and at arizona
1: yeah i mean long term i don't think he's gonna have a ton of long-term value i think pepio will get that job back once he's healthy and uh, at some point other guys are going to be up that potentially are just much better than grove long term but i think for the like short no term, stone yeah like no stone i think for the short term he makes a lot of sense like this is a pretty good two-step Uh, you know home versus colorado and then at arizona like I think i'm rolling Rolling the dice on this two-step here.
0: Yeah, i'm taking this shot with grove I kind of like grove a little bit maybe Maybe. a little bit more than you Um Mm -hmm. in terms of even even in the four to six week range here He might get usurped by pepio as soon as pepio comes back unless he's going in And then another opening might occur via injury that brings pepio back in But I was always thinking that pepio was for the bullpen anyway with his command. So I'm intrigued by Grove. I don't think he's a stud, but I'm definitely taking this two-step, and then we kind of play t- team streamer from there. Um, Zach Puissac. I only brought him up because it's at Seattle, or excuse me, at Oakland, and then home to Seattle. Not too bad. Obviously, an amazing matchup, and then like a decent one. Seattle's good, but they're not an automatic runaway type of offense at least right now. Um, and Plesack's super available. What do you think about him? Fifteens, twelves, uh, probably the two two main considerations. Are you interested in Zach Puissac at all?
1: Not really. I mean, I guess in a quality start league, because he maybe could volume his way to that, but I just don't think he's very good at all. And I just, yeah, no,
0: I mean, he's he's pretty bland. I think in a fifteen, you can do it because of the Oakland start. Yeah, I
1: think the Oakland start makes sense. I just also think he could just get murdered by Seattle. He could. So. He could
0: get murdered by Oakland. That's the thing. yeah. He's absolutely. not very good. And I think we're finally at the point where we're stop. We're done looking at twenty. From police and thinking like, oh, that was a harbinger. No, it was a hot run. And if he mm-hmm. had been buried in the midst of a full season, we never would have thought about him. Really, yeah, yeah we just said, remember when he was streamed him for a couple of weeks? Because that's mm-hmm. all it was. It was not. Be an emergence of an ace. It was just yeah. a decent run from a, a capable major league pitcher. Like, he's a solid 4-5, but that's it for Zach Bleszak. And he got treated as differently for a while. Uh, Drew is currently upright. Uh, do you want to use him while he's upright at Cincinnati and home to Texas? Because I do not.
1: No, he looked awful in spring. I'm, I'm not in that
0: he did and we'll see how well you know i hope he i hope he stays healthy i'm not trying to be yeah. nasty about it but he just gets hurt consistently i did pick up this guy this was who i cut quato for so i'm hoping that cutter crawford stays on the two-step now there's conflicting reports he starts on monday but then they're saying that the two-step is going to go to pavetta instead maybe it will but i i'm I'm wish casting that Crawford gets it because it's Pittsburgh at Detroit. I'm definitely starting him for Pittsburgh either way. But if it is a second one, then it's at Detroit. I guess go ahead and throw in Pavetta here, too, because one of them is going to get it. Some outlets have Pavetta, some have Cutter Crawford. Give me your thoughts on both Cutter Crawford and Nick Pavetta.
1: I mean, I think you start either, you know, either. I think you start them both. Like I think you, yeah, you get three. Yeah, you're going to get three starts out of the two guys. Exactly. Um, and they're both really, really great uh, opportunities uh, against offenses you're not particularly afraid of. Uh, Detroit. You know, I know they move the fences in, but like, okay, like it's still a pretty good place to pitch. Uh, yeah, I think if you have both these guys or one of these guys, you're, you're definitely starting them. Whether it's a one start or two start.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm going for either here, just because if, if you're streaming Carter Crawford and Nick Pavetta, you're doing it to get starts like Pittsburgh and Detroit. So go for it. Are you
1: are you starting these guys over Kyle Bradish? Because I am. No. Even though I like Bradish.
0: No, I'm re- I'm really bought in on Bradish. Okay. It's still Bradish. Right. The the Red Sox who gets the two, and then the Red Sox who gets the one. Okay. Now back to Dylan Dodd. I hinted at him during the Max Fried thing. We did talk about him on Monday. Neither of us were super keen. We were kind of like, eh, we like Schuster a little bit, Dodd not as much. But now Dodd has a longer opening, possibly here, with the uh, with the added injury. At St. Louis, home to San Diego, do anything for you?
1: No, just too tough of man. I mean, we just saw what uh, St. Louis did to Alec Manoa. It's like, like Manoa. yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not messing around with that. Like, just... San Diego is not super scary until they get Tatis back, but like they're also not a lineup that is a roll. You know, they're just going to roll right over. So, um, yeah, no, there's very few pitchers. You know, maybe like the top 35 starters, the guys I'd roll out against a St. Louis San Diego kind of start, and that's that's about it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, deeply in consideration only here and probably a no, but I'll go, I'll go ahead and say it. Cause he is a two-step James Caprillion home to Cleveland at Tampa Bay. What do you think?
1: No, no. I'm James Caprillion. not good at baseball. I mean, he's, he's okay. I don't play. know that I want to, I still think fantasy baseball.
0: Yeah. I, I
1: don't, I don't think I want this.
0: Yeah. Cause like he did some things last year and, um, you know, four Oh seven ERA one twenty two whip back in 2021. With some decent skills, and then last year it was four twenty three one thirty four, but then a seven percent strikeout to Walker mm-hmm. issue was the problem with Caprillion. And he always gets hurt. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Uh, it's just not that great. So he's I, I'm not. I'll tell you this: Ao only, I wouldn't even start him here. Caprillion.
1: I mean, do you want to stream that game? Do you do want to do you want to live stream that game? It's Caprillion versus Zach. Please, <laughs> Zach
0: our watch party there
1: do our watch party for that. negative
0: six people they're somehow taking six <laughs> viewers from us yeah we, we would deserve we just get shut down like sorry you can't you can't be this is too nasty nobody wants to watch this shit
1: yeah that um, would...
0: yeah I, I i can't do it with like i said even al only i wouldn't really go for caprillion
1: yeah no i i, I don't i don't want to all
0: right those are the two steps for next week um like i said if if some of you wasn't you know has a two-step that's really good I purposely didn't include them like Freddie Peralta we don't need to tell you to go for him and there were even a couple guys here that I didn't need to tell you like Hunter Brown but I just wanted to get your thoughts Charlie Morton we know uh George Kirby you know those guys so anyway give us a couple tips oh go ahead
1: I was gonna say do you want to run through our main event teams real quick since we're
0: I'm in, I'm very bitter about mine because <laughs> if you want to talk about yours, I was going to say, why don't you throw out a few tips on how to manage the early season, but if you want to talk about our main event teams, we can.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, why not? Let's just, let's just, I mean, I think we both have, I like your team. I know you're upset Thank about you. Verlander, but I, I really liked your draft. I, uh, I like your team. I like your draft better than I like my draft, to be quite honest. Really? Wow. Thank I, you. I, appreciate um, that. well, it has nothing to do with you. how good your team is. just like, just I don't like yourself. what I did. It's not that it sucks. It's just I, I didn't. I, I I made a mistake early on. Um, I think I recovered from it well enough, and I mean, luckily, to be quite honest, like with the amount of early pitching injuries we've already seen, like maybe it was fine that I didn't invest in early pitching. Um, yeah. You know, and the guy I had been thinking about taking seventh overall, and Corbin Burns like got lit up. Uh, the Cubs you know, got yesterday, number, man. Like, they last
0: year too at Wrigley.
1: So, uh, hey, but man, like, get out
0: of there. Sorry, I
1: mean originally I knew I was going to start kind of hitter, 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 mm-hmm. um, and then Cedric Mullins stared me in the face in the fourth round, uh, and I I made the mistake of of not passing him over for a pitcher. Um, oh, so and you regret Mullins. I do, I do regret. I mean, it was it's either regret Mullins or regret Austin Riley in the second. Um, Instead of taking like a a Shane McClanahan or a Max Scherzer, um, in the second, so uh, I end up going four straight hitters and then taking a closer in the fifth, so not getting my first starting pitcher until the sixth round. And who was it? Uh, my first starting pitcher was Joe Musgrove. Oh, um,
0: well, and he's not even pitching yet. Yeah.
1: So uh, I had a really good offensive day yesterday, but yeah, you did. <laughs> not very good in terms of. Uh, the rest, the, the pitching stats, because I haven't had a starter pitch, starting pitcher throw yet. So, um, I mean, I like what I did in terms of voluming my way back. I went, you know, three straight rounds of starting pitcher and Joe Musgrove, Lance Lynn, and Nestor Cortez um, mm-hmm. in order to kind of try to make up for it. And then I took Jordan Montgomery in the 10th and Brady Singer in the 12th. Uh, but uh, it, was a, it was an uneasy feeling to, to kind of... I had a plan going in and I went away from it. And I think that was a mistake.
0: Got to stick to your plan now. Yeah. I, I did execute my plan. Um, I, I had like a map out with players for like each round, pretty much all the way through it. It opened up quite a bit, obviously, in the latter rounds. But like I had targets that I was looking for with pivots in case I got this, in case that, you know, flowchart type of stuff. Uh, but I opened with Tucker at seven. I I, did, I was unaware of Rob DiPietro's love affair with Otani. Um, because apparently I never, ever, 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 ever had a chance at Otani, mm-hmm. uh, which I was operating as though it could be Otani, Tucker, or Cole. Uh, those were the three that I was considering. I did have the opportunity to get Tucker or Cole. I went Tuck. Um, Cole went uh, Pick 10 to Vic 10. Vic to four, T A F U R, he writes over at the Athletic about the uh, Oakland, or excuse me, the Vegas Raiders. Um, and then I came back with Verlander. So that's a dead pick. Cool life. He's out for the year. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just such a crybaby. No, but I went with Verlander, then Hader. So I got my ace and my, my closer. And then I went three straight hitters, Seager, Jimenez, Bregman. Left me a little light on speed. And um, I wanted to get sale in the seventh, and I did. I was hoping to get Yelich to come back, and he did not. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where he went. Because he wouldn't have, like, answered all of my speed questions. He's not, like, some burner. But I wanted to get somebody that that runs a bit. Yeah, it was, it was the 8th. So coming back, I was going to get, uh, in the 8th, I was going to get Yelich. He goes in the beginning of the 8th round. I end up taking Stevenson. But then I got Ahmed Rosario, who wasn't really in the plan. And I think he'll run for me. So, you know, I don't have a ton of speed. I've got Rosario. I got some from Tucker. Rosario, Segura, Oswaldo Cabrera. I think Michael Massey can get double digits. Edward Oliveras can get double digits. I think Alec Thomas could be sneaky with some steals. I'm actually mm-hmm. I, I kind of had a late burst on him because the the playing time was so guaranteed with him. So I am a little slow, but if if things are, you know, if opening days indicative of things, then maybe I can get some off the wire. Now I will need more to compete but hopefully I can burn and churn off the wire. I, I like my hitting otherwise, though. I think my pitching is all right. I went Verlander, Giolito, Sandoval, uh, Bradish as my top four. Bradish as the four is probably a little light for those, but I also got Kopech late. I got Kopech in the 22nd round. So if well. I look at it as Kopech as my four and then Bradish as my five, you can just flip them. I did get a little too hitter heavy down the stretch though, and I didn't get enough bench pitchers. And that's definitely something that I'm, I, I goofed on. That said, I just wasn't loving anybody. Like my boy Turnbull got murked uh Braxton Garrett was somebody I kind of liked he got Merck, Nick Martinez but I didn't have a ton of names so I just started plucking these hitters that I like Edward Olivares uh Spencer Steer I took David Hensley with my last pick so I ended up going with Granky and Quato late I mentioned I already cut Quato for C- Cutter Crawford but I- I'll just I'll stream the extra pitching I didn't think that the late pitching was that good um if I couldn't get my Dre Jameson my Nick Martinez my Spencer Turnbull those were like three targets that I was really keyed in on I got none of them so I guess I wasn't keyed enough in on them. So I went a little hitter heavy late, but I don't mind it. So I like I like the setup of my team. I'm just mad about Verlander because I feel a little light on pitching right now, and I think that's what's got me a little uber worried.
1: Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I think my issue obviously is going to be pitching. Like it's it, I, I need Lance Lynn to be the guy he was in the second half. Yeah, I need Nort, uh, Nestor Cortez to kind of be the guy he was last year. Um, I need the kind of the. The rebound from Jack Flaherty and the and kind of the the not necessarily step forward that I've been talking about for Brady Singer and Jordan Montgomery, but you can like make a then repeat from Singer. Yeah, like if I get a repeat from both of them, I'm gonna be okay. But I need like I need those guys come together because they don't have the top of the like line uh, ace. That I mean, you know, there were guys in my league who like. You know, double tap, you know, Strider, you know, Mamodico uh, went Strider, and DeGrom won two. Um, Dusty got that
0: gift of Burns. Yeah, Dusty got,
1: sitting right next to me, Dusty got Gordon Burns in the second One round. pick before um, you, right? Yeah, uh, and Soda went two picks before me. Like, I mean, just like, there were gifts galore in this draft. Um, so, you know, like, I, I definitely think I can overcome it um and like i said i love my offense you know i mean i got glaber Torres in the ninth uh anthony santander in the 11th Lars Newbar um in the 13th i even took Brandon Nimmo, who's a guy who i don't like
0: yeah you're um, on him
1: but i got him in the 16th round it's not a bad spot. Um, he gets so like
0: runs from there we yeah we usually, usually get a hundred runs in a teens mm-hmm.
1: round so yeah, you know, I mean a lot of it's gonna come down to my pitching. Like does like do the guys that I drafted like come through for me? Um, and I also need to find a second closer because I, I took uh Felix Bautista, uh, and then I just did like four dart throws yeah. um in in the end. Uh, I took AJ Puck in the twenty second, Daniel Hudson in the twenty fifth, uh Roldis Chapman in twenty sixth, and Adam Vino in the twenty seventh. Okay. So, Robertson got the save yesterday, but they also, they also, also said that, that they weren't going to name a closer. Yeah. So, if Odovino if, if doesn't get an opportunity, probably by the end of the weekend that he's getting dropped in fab.
0: I like the other ones. Um, I think is going to be a card mm-hmm. for you. If you could change one pick knowing what you know, right? Like, just all, you have the board in front of you. You can change one pick to, to kind of turn your fates. What would it be? Would it be that early pitcher? Would it be something in the middle? What would you do?
1: Yeah, I think it's instead of taking Austin Riley in the second, I took either Shane McClanahan or Max Scherzer in the second, um, because I mean I like I made that Austin Riley pick, uh, and at that point five starting pitchers had gone off the board: Cole Strider, Degrom, Verlander, and Burns. And I went, I went, somebody's gonna make it back to me. Yeah, um, didn't. It Scherzer, McClanahan, Alcantara, Aaron Nola. Class A, Javier, Hader, Woodruff all went in you know, in right the next right t- yeah, the next ten picks. And Goldschmidt made it back to me. I was like, I feel like I have Goldschmidt as a second round player and all yeah. close to a borderline first round player. I, um I, and I was like I ha- I feel like I have to take him and that, my original plan was to go hitter, hitter, hitter. But if I was gonna change things, I probably would have taken like Woodruff or Reclaine and or Scherzer in the second round.
0: Yep, I I can totally see that. Um And, you know, it is something that's workable, though. I I like some of your mid-tier pitchers there. I really like Jordan Montgomery. I think you can actually get a step up from him. I don't know if you can get a step up from Singer, but if you get, like we said, a repeat, Mm -hmm. that would work. If I had to pick change, it's not even that I don't love this guy. But I took Evan Phillips in the 12th, and I do believe in him, and I think he's going to get a lot of saves. But I got Raylo in the 19th. So yeah. Hayter Raylo, I feel really good about. I would have pivoted to a starter there. Now, the only thing is, now, this is me knowing the board because I d- wasn't ready to take this guy this early, and I didn't know. Um, and shouts to uh, DiVincenzo, 14th round pick, Hayden Wesneski. I guess knowing, since I have to go with what I know off the board, I would have taken F- Sandoval in the 12th and then, uh, Wesneski in the 13th instead of Phillips in the 12th, Sandoval in the 13th. That's the change I would have made there. Um, because I like, I really like Wesneski and I did feel like a, a starter short. And then once I got Lopez too, I'm like, now Phillips does feel a bit superfluous, even though I do think he's going to be like, the 1A guy uh, mm-hmm. and I know I know you like Hudson I just worry about Hudson's health I've been a Hudson yeah. guy before we propped him up a bunch when he was on the Nats but he's just he's just not healthy I do worry a little bit about Gratterall though and even Vesia as a lefty guy but that would be my yeah, change yeah. I would give up I would give up the opportunity at uh, Evan Phillips to get a different starter there and it, it'd probably be Wesneski maybe my boy Hunter Brown those are probably the two that I would look at there that went in that
1: close range. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: There it is. Uh, those are our main event. Rooms, obviously, oh, biggest biggest
1: then. snipe. I got sniped one pick in front of me on Kelnick. It's where I got Newt Bar. Um, the guy next to me was one crushing pick me. In front of you? Yeah, in the 13th. Um, oh, that's grimy, dude. And, like, the reason why, like, I, I originally did plan on taking Kelnick in the 12th, but I. I needed the pitching so bad um, having not taken a pitching pitcher early that I was really letting up in pitchers and kind of let Kelly step in, but I was like I had it, like I literally had it written on my piece of paper and the guy went <laughs> that,
0: That's him. that's them knowing you because he went in the 15th in my draft That that's just something yeah, that, one, that, that one you're, you're going to be taking him soon mm-hmm. um, Mine was probably Scott Wagner taking Gabriel Moreno from me, not, like it was a pick before me, but I can't say that I was ready to take him in the 11th because I had just taken Steve stevenson but i thought i could get him in the 13th so when he took him in the 11th he's like i got to go for my guy here and he had just taken kirk in the ninth so he was ready to go with his double catchers and i i knew moreno would go up i didn't think he'd go up that much that was a bummer i mentioned the yelich one which was in the um beginning of the eighth round there i ended up getting stevenson that round so i'm fine with that um but that that one was Either Moreno or Yelich would probably be my bigger snipes there.
1: I I don't know if Dusty's going to listen to this, um, but he was a real asshole the whole draft. Like, just taking uh, all the guys, yeah, like, just drafting next to him was um, really fucking annoying.
0: And, you know, listen, he might duck me on pods because he's afraid to talk to me, but your boy Dave, he did get Fraley from me.
1: Yeah, you got Wesneski. Yeah, yeah,
0: like that's off. Yeah, uh, um, you know. and Fraley. He must listen a lot, and he seems mm-hmm. to really like a lot of what I do. He's probably doing <laughs> it. I, I get it. You know, I get it. You would want to follow somebody that knows things. So I totally understand that. But yeah, the Fraley snipe was nice there. Um, I, I, I yeah, I liked
1: his draft a lot too. So yeah, like I, he, thought, I thought
0: they took some really good players. I, mm-hmm. I really, they got Donovan too. So I, I, you know. Again, ducks me on pods. Yeah, that that too scared that one. On pods, but he made some good picks.
1: <laughs> we should have him on. Um,
0: no, he'd be too afraid.
1: The Donovan, I didn't get Donovan in either my auction or uh, or in my main. And we that took him one, in
0: the 18th. I had my opportunity on that yeah. one. I, you know, you get to a certain point in the draft, you can only complain so much, right? He went it's in the
1: sixteenth like, round of mine.
0: That's where they took Fraley. Yeah. So for you with Donovan, I get it in the eighteenth. That's on me,
1: and that's that's where Donovan. I took Nimo because I really wanted Donovan there.
0: So this is this is where maybe I drafted too much to my quote unquote needs, because in the fifteenth I took Segura because I I felt slow with uh, Tucker Seeger Jimenez Bregman Stevenson Rosario Newt Bar, which it is slow, right? Like that, I, mm-hmm. I think that is a viable need. So I took Segura instead of Donovan. If I had just gone like with my straight talent instead of Needs, I go Donovan there. Do you think Segura? Like, what do you think between that there, given I'm, my speed opponent?
1: No, I think the, I think it's probably right. Like, I think I mean, Segura went in the fifteenth of mine, so um, I, I don't think that was a bad bad call. Uh, I mean,
0: I just I feel like I need his double digit steals, and what if he's a yeah. guy who gets back to twenty because of the rules?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and being on Miami, like they're not yeah, going to put a running. red light on him. Yeah,
0: exactly. So you know. I like Donovan though. I'm in, I'm in on the late Donovan train, uh, the, the Cardinals devil magic, hitting for mm-hmm. power. He goes yard. Hitting second and in that
1: lineup. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I did get nude at least, but I would have been happy to get both. I, there's two guys, two, red color based teams that i would have been happy to double up on i would have been happy to go myers fraley and i would have been happy to go newt donovan Mm -mm. for four of my guys uh there because i really do like those four guys but uh, that's right i like my squad i think i got some guys that really intrigue me and uh you know it's gonna be take some work off the wire but hey honestly when i looked up at my workload this year it's pretty light so
1: I will that is clear. not the case for me.
0: No, you you took the year off. You know, you took that down year last year at, at, to win a bet, and
1: mm-hmm. then you
0: decided to like quintuple down this year and say, you know what? I, I, I mean, I don't have quite game.
1: that many, but like some some people on Twitter were doing up the math when I did my like shares, uh, uh, you know, uh, post on like you yeah. you know who are the guys that I ended up with, and they're all like, oh, I, I figured it out with the mat, with the percentages and stuff like that. Daniels is big, it? Um, I, I did 21 reach Athletes.
0: You're psychopath.
1: So it's not as much as like 20, 21, um, but more than I last that year. That
0: doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. much, so much waiver work. But yeah, I, I. Well, no, I mean,
1: I'm I'm not in that many Fab leagues. Oh, okay. So okay. 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 Yeah. No, okay. I think I'm. All, I think I'm only in like 10 Fab leagues.
0: Yeah, I'm in one 2 I'm only in five which is great
1: on NFPC or cause you uh, have two
0: on NFPC that are fab oh, and, wow. and TGFBI. I didn't do a beat pulse for, I couldn't carve out a time. Sorry about that. If you were looking forward to it and shouts to Greg was, was offering that up for me to stream. I just, I couldn't find the time. It was, I'm going to have to budget things like in February of next year, I'm going to have to like map out every day of March because with yeah. the OTP job and fantasy, I was burning at both ends, man. And listen, it's all baseball work. It's fun. It's cool. I'm not crying about it. But there's only so many hours in the day, and I just didn't have time. So um, I ended up with a lighter workload, and I'm okay with it, though. It gives me time to really dial in on TGFBI, main event, tout wars, listener league, uh, even though I didn't put my lineup in for the first day. (laughs) I'm sorry. And NFBC does this, too, so this is not just a Yahoo shade. The default of not having anybody in the lineup is fucking stupid. That's yeah. Stupid. That's stupid. Okay. Because it's not like I even forgot about the league. It was oh I'll check it on the weekend when some stats have started. But I still should have checked it. It is on me. I'm owning that. I can also say that the default to not have anybody in the lineup is stupid. So I lost day yeah. in the head-to-head league. Hopefully it doesn't kill me. I only had one pitcher going, but it's going to be hard to come back from that.
1: Yeah. At least yeah. Well. First week.
0: Is it a pitching yeah, week? Or are we playing all ten days?
1: I think we're all playing all ten days. So it like, gives me
0: a better chance.
1: It gives you a better opportunity to catch up, especially in the pitching, because like, like yeah. I said, you only had one pitcher go. So, uh, okay. yeah. No, I just did the math. I have ten redraft uh, okay families, that's, So like, that's
0: not the end of the world.
1: That's I got yeah eight, that. eight, and eight, and NFBC. Oh uh, no, sorry, eleven because I forgot my CBS one. So um, yeah, one that's CBS, okay. I mean, one the, what the listener. Yeah, exactly. So, and, so that- and most of my dynasty leagues, I'm not competing this year. And I kind of set it up that way, where I went like, you know, I'm I'm gonna, yeah, I'm having I'm having kind of a rebuild year in, in all my dynasty leagues. So,
0: all right, well, Friday's in the books. Opening days in the books. We got baseball, man. It's awesome. Listen, I I'm so glad to have baseball back. Oh, they did hear somebody told me that there's going to be fewer day games in general this year, and I don't like that. That yeah, that's off. a bummer. That's loves, yeah, I love to have games on the second screen during the day, but that's all right. It'll give me more time to watch games that I missed the night before because you can only watch so many games at once, right? But uh, it's mm-hmm. great to have baseball back. Um, are you guys going Sunday? Talking fab pickups or? Anything? Uh, I
1: gotta check. I gotta check with Jason, but probably, or I'll pick, or I'll just grab someone. Uh, to do it, uh, especially because we won't have next weekend with, with Easter, so right. uh, we'll definitely try. It. And we're going to do for those of you who are in the Discord, we will do some sort of watch party. I'm gonna do it Monday. I gotta check the schedule. Okay. Um, so uh, just because I know I'm going to opening day on Friday for for the Giants next week, Ooh. so I know I won't be able to uh, to do that Friday.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds great. Did you? Uh... <laughs> Did you see what Pitching Ninja just put out about uh, the Stallion's first pitch? So, Linda yeah. Stallion threw out the first pitch in Houston. Definitely check it out. It was awesome. Uh, but this, he overlaid it with the uh, with the Jose Ramirez pitch from Map It's very funny. <laughs> I just said enjoy that. Anyway, good luck on Sunday. You should do a uh, 50 cent way.
1: overlay. Uh, take so yeah, it that easy. would be
0: hilarious.